had to be had to be a birth and that was through the woman had to be couldn't come any other way without it we were, were doomed so we thank you Father this morning for that and we give honor where honor is due Praise you for it, in Jesus' name. Let's all stand. If, if you want to, if you want to sit, that's fine too. I just want to speak the name of Jesus over every heart and every mind. Because I know there is peace within your presence. I speak Jesus. Jesus, till every dark addiction starts to break, declaring there is hope and there is freedom, I speak Jesus, your name is power, your name is healing, your name is life. Over fear and all anxiety To every soul held captive by depression I speak Jesus Your name is power Your name is healing Your name is life Break every stronghold shine through the shadows burn like a fire shout Jesus from the mountains Jesus in the streets Jesus in the darkness over every enemy Jesus for my family I speak the holy name Jesus Your name is power, your name is healing, your name is life. Break every stronghold, shine through the shadows, burn like a fire. Your name is power, your name is healing, your shadows burn like a fire. Your name is power. Your name is power. Your name is healing. Your name is life. Break every 
his stronghold shine through the shadows burn like a fire I just want to speak the name of Jesus over every heart and every mind cause I I speak Jesus. No other name is higher. No other name is greater, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Savior I felt fire from above I've been down to the river I ain't the same a prodigal return let's sing that again I've been the Savior. I felt fire from above. I've been down to the river. I ain't the same. A prodigal returned. Jesus. Thank God that yesterday's gone. All my sins are forgiven. Oh, I've been washed by the blood. I'm no stranger to the prison I've worn shackles and chains but I've been freed and forgiven I'm not going back I'll never be the same
washed by the blood All my sins are forgiven I've been washed by His blood Thank you, Jesus Thank you, Jesus, for your blood that washes, washes, and makes us white as snow. Nothing but the blood, nothing but the blood of Jesus. love you, Lord, for your mercy never fails me. All my days I've been held in your hands. From the moment that I wake up till I lay my head. the goodness of God. I love you, Lord, for your mercy never fails me. All my days I've been held in your hands. From the moment that I Till I lay my head, I will sing of the goodness of God. Cause all my life you have been faithful. of the goodness of God. I love your voice. You have led me through the fire in darkest night. You are close like no other. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a friend. And I have lived 
in the goodness of God. So Is your name, Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Hallelujah. The goodness of God. You're up. You're up or down. I don't know which it is. I'm going to say you're up. Everybody have a good day yesterday. We talked about earlier, it was a beautiful day. No wind, no rain. Yeah, we, me and Dad went to the goat sale. It was a good day to be in a goat business yesterday, so. We had about 18 we took off, so. Good day to be in a goat business. It was selling pretty good yesterday, so. We, yeah, they're fixing it. They got, that little thing is, 
Well, Worcester, they're doing so good on the goat side, they're having to redo all their goat pens over there because there's so many goats and so much. So, yay. <laughs> That's awesome. Growing. <clears throat> yep. Today's Mother's Day. I want to wish the mother here <laughs> a happy Mother's Day and all those listening out there and the thousands listening out there. No. <laughs> um, so today's a Mother's Day. So I just kind of was thinking about that today, about how what we see. Um, I don't know. The, my heart has just been kind of stalled, I guess, not broken, but just kind of still for this week of uh, some of you may have seen some of the things that's going on uh, about the leak for the that happened through the Supreme Court that may or may not happen. And on one hand, it's a great thing, I think, would be good. On the other hand, there's just a lot of variables that it just doesn't seem like there's a lot. To me, I'll be honest with you, it seems very political and very religious about what's going on. And I see a lot of hate-filled Christians, a lot of parading and to me it doesn't sound it doesn't look like love love doesn't parade itself it doesn't boast itself up but it but it, it says it envies it celebrates in truth and I think too many times our celebrating in truth is not we celebrate that we're right I think that's where we get mixed up a lot of times and it, it breaks my heart to see Christians it's it's almost hard to have a victory when when people act like that to say, we're not celebrating because we're right. We're celebrating right because he's right. Because there's, he's truth. And, and too many times I think we've taken truth and, 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 and while we do hold the truth, we can use that truth to beat people and to, to, to really use it as, an, as, as very abusive. Um, and I just don't see that in the, the life of Christ. I don't see that in his ministry. I don't see that in his life of, of how he, he did... So it's a lot of lot of things going on. I'm not going to, I just, I just been very prayerful about it, of how I respond in my heart, been very prayerful about. Um, and so really, it's a lot of it's like, you know, on one hand it is, obviously if, if uh, <laughs> obviously if it wasn't for mothers, we would all, none of us would be here, as Jack said earlier. Um, because of, of a mother and, and um, I haven't got a chance to look this out yet but I was going to kind of give this out and I was just kind of hit me on the way here is as I was looking at the uh, mothers obviously today I always love there's a message that I preach probably twice a year sometimes more than that as a pastor I did and even I think I've done it quite a bit here and it's it's the message of uh, it's found in, in we're going to be in Luke 1 um, <clears throat> where it, where Mary, the angel comes and, and tells Mary she's going to have a baby and, and that whole thing. And then, there, then it talks about when Mary says, finally, she says, how can this be? I, I don't know a man. I've, I'm, I'm, you know, I haven't, don't know. I don't, how can it be? And he goes on to say the Holy Spirit will overshadow you. And then she makes a statement that I think that, that I've kind of, when I begin to read this and begin to see this in the scripture, I've kind of been reading that and saying that in my life. It's kind of become a quote that I have in my life is, Lord, let it be unto me according to your word, Lord. If you look in the Bible, the Bible says Jesus died according to the scriptures. And then it says again, too, Paul preaches as he was, he was raised from the dead according to the scriptures. And so you look at that. I was, I've been looking at those and think, man, that's, that's interesting how he keeps saying that. And then Mary says, let it be unto me according to your word. 
And, and I love, and we'll get to that in just a minute, where the angel says, this, this is what you're going to have. He's going to be the savior of the world. And, and in, in, in the book of Matthew, he tells Joseph, he says, you're going to call him Emmanuel, God with us. Uh, in Mary, he says, you're going to call him Jesus, which is, which is Jehovah saves, or Jehovah saved. Um, and so I, 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 I was looking at the mother thing, and I got to looking, and I thought, Jesus had a mom, so where did he come from? And it's interesting, and I don't know, maybe this week we could look him up and find the meanings of these names. And um, in, this, in, in Matthew, the lineage of Jesus, there's, only, there's five women that are mentioned and I thought it was awesome. I said, I was thinking, I thought that five was a number of grace. There's only five women. We know that there were more women that, that, that had given birth, but there's five women that the Bible chooses to, 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 to name that says, because you, know, you look at the begats, begats, but it says begat by, and then it would say Tamar, begat by, and it was Rahab, which is hilarious. She was a prostitute. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Rahab actually means one who overcomes. I looked that one up real quick before I got up here, and I thought, a mom, here is a mom. This is a mom that is moving towards her family. And and what mom doesn't, I look at my mom, I look at Beth, and and both of them are amazing moms, and and Beth is, she does such a great job. She don't just think about herself. She thinks about every single person in the family. And I think we as men, we think about the family as in, okay, we got to, provide we're working we're making sure everything they've got everything but i'm not i'm not really worried about them getting their shoes and their socks and their clothes and you know this is this shirt is it is it too little for you we need to throw it away you know that's that and then beth is doing that with with our kids and with our nieces and my mom's doing it with back and forth and everybody everything she's taking care of and and then my mom and beth both have the task of being my dad's secretary now that my dad He's retired. He doesn't work. He's got a lot of time to think and come up with stuff. <laughs> so, so I was just looking at all those things, and I thought about Rahab and these, these five women here. And you look at each one of them. They have a different story. There's, there's Rahab, and then after her, there's Ruth. Um, uh, and then you have um, King. Uh, it says here, Jesse begat David the king. Uh, David the king begat Solomon by her who had been the wife of Uriah. Bathsheba. And so I was looking at those names and I was, I was wanting to, we, maybe this week we can look those up and, and, and see. But I was just thinking, the number of grace, and it's funny because in, um, in Luke, as I was reading some commentary on whenever the, the angel said, uh, Mary, you rejoice because you're highly favored. Uh, he says, uh, okay, Verse 26 in, verse, in chapter 1, the angel comes. So now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. Verse 28, and having, come in the angel, and having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. And as I was looking at this translation, it says that the highly favored one was actually translated full of grace. <laughs> and I got to think of that word grace, and then here we have the number, we have five women who is a number of grace that we, we bring in. And I thought, how amazing is that is the, some people have a hard time with hearing this, but the feminine side of God is very graceful. 
It's 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 loving, it's nurturing, it's it's caring, it's that that heart that we see that comes from the mother. Um, my my affection is different than the mom's. I know if there's a lot of things that Izzy needs, she comes to dad. She knows how to get things from dad. She all she's got to do is just ask. Dad's gonna do it like we talked about earlier. She's gonna move the world for her. But there's those days whenever she's hurt or she's got some emotional things going on and I'm trying to be there, she don't want dad. So dad just can't, just can't feel that, 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 that part of it. So she goes to mom and mom swoops in and, and covers her, holds her. And there's just something about it. There's my boys. We spend a lot of time together. There's a lot of things that they can do. But there's certain days that I'm like, can I help you? They're like, no, I just need to talk to mom. There's just certain things that they know that mom can, can bring. And I thought... The, the grace that we see in 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 women here and and as as Mary is this she's this this young mom that's about to be and she's carrying what she's about to be carrying she don't even know and, and she says but when she saw him she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was the angel said to her do not be afraid Mary for you have found favor with God And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and he will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. (laughs) I thought, blessed are you, highly favored. You're full of grace. Blessed are you among women. Oh, and by the way. This and, and one thing uh, in the King James Version, one part it calls it a holy thing. This holy thing that you carry. <laughs> but this, this you're going to call him Jesus. You're going. To, he is going to be great. He will be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord of God. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. Now watch that. I love how he talks about David, the house of David. Here we see two men that are on. Both sides of an old covenant. Actually, Jacob is under an older covenant than the old covenant. And he tells him, he says, he's going to take the throne of that covenant of David. He's going to take that throne. He'll reign on it, but he will be over the house of Jacob forever. Because it was to Abraham who the promise was given to. And everything through there was a fulfillment of that promise. And the, of his kingdom, there will be no end. There's not going to be an end to that. Isaiah tells us the, 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 uh, uh, the, the you know, end to his government and his peace will increase. The increase will not stop. It will continue to take and continue to move forward. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I do not know a man? The angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also, that holy one who is to be born will be called the son of God. Now, indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, behold, the midservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. I love this whole, this whole little interaction. This is, I, I read this a lot because there's just so much there that is going on. She's, she don't understand. He says, you're going you're gonna to give birth to 
the son of God. He's going to reign over David's throne. He's going to be over the house of Jacob forever. And his kingdom is not going to know any end. And I got to thinking about that. I got to thinking about how that she had to hold on to those words. I, I had to think about uh, moms and testimonies that I've heard that they would hold on to that word about their kids. They'd hold on to a word that, that as they were younger, I give them to the Lord. And, and like me and many other ones, they went the other way and opposite. And, 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 but they held on to that word of, of I, I, I dedicated them to the Lord. I gave them to the Lord when they were young. I, uh, you told me that if I would raise them in the ways that they should go when they get older, they will not depart from that. And, and they've held on to that word from time and time and time again. And, and, and Mary held that word and she held that word as even as she began to see things come, come, come to great, come, come to light. And, and I, I think of, I, I love this whole story. Of, you've heard me tell it before. I just think it's funny that, that I heard a minister say one time, said that uh, when Jesus, he, uh, he kind of smarted off to his mom. His mom's like, we've been looking all over for it. He says, I'm in my father's house doing my father's business. Did you not know where I was at? And I said, after he talked back to his mom, you didn't hear again from him until he was 30 years old. He shows up. I mean, mama, she, you know, she shut him down. There's just no record of Jesus doing anything after that, you know. But then when he shows up, then she shows up in Galilee and, and here she is. She's holding on to that word. She said, this is, this, he's the son of God. And he said, this is not yet my time, woman. <laughs> he didn't say it like we say it. But he said, he said this is not my time. And, she did, she, and I love how this is the way my mom does things. She's quit looking at him. She's done. She, I've already, I'm through talking to you. I've already said my piece. And she looked at these guys and said, do what he tells you to do. Don't tell me, don't tell me that, that you're, you're, it's not your time. I know who you are. You know who you are. And you know what time it is. You do what he tells you to do. And she just walks off. And he says, I, Mama spoke, so let's get some pots. <laughs> and then here we see the love that Jesus had. I love it in, in the crucifixion story when he's hanging on the cross in the book of John. And he looks at him and he says, this is your mother now. He looked at John, the one... The Bible says, I love John says, the one that Jesus loved. <laughs> he says, this is your mom. And from that point on, the disciple John took care of Jesus' mother from that point on. He's like, I'm leaving and, and she's done so great for me. I want to give her back to you and you take care of her. The mother, and I thought even as, as she was holding on to that word and she's seen him on the cross, she still had to hang on to that word that he We'll be great. He didn't look great up there on the cross. Maybe in her heart, she was looking at him and going, this is not great. I don't feel great today. I, this is not what I had in mind for him. Uh, he's supposed to be a scholar. He's supposed to be up there with robes on. And this, this is not great. But, but, but maybe she heard the rest of it. He will be great. He will be called the son of the highest. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And his kingdom, there will be no end. Maybe she was there when he told him, he said, my kingdom is not of this world. If it were so, my disciples would pick up a sword. Maybe she was there when she heard, when he, during his teaching, when he would say, the kingdom is not over here, it's not over there, but it's inside of you, it's among you, it's amongst you, it's here. Maybe she was there, and I know she was, when he stood up and he began to say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. 
Change the way you're thinking. Things are going to be done a little bit differently in my kingdom. And the kingdom of heaven is here. Righteous peace, joy in the Holy Ghost, healing, salvation, uh, 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 restoration, all that that comes with the kingdom. It's here. It's at hand. It's now. And all you got to do is change the way you're thinking and grab a hold of my hand. And let me show you how this is going to. It didn't look great. And then... She said, well, maybe he's great and something's about to happen. He's, he's about to show up and do something really great. And she was just kind of watching. And the Bible says, Jesus said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And the Bible says he hung his head and he died. And, but she still had hope. Why? Because I believe that what she said when she said, let it be unto me according to your word. And the Holy Spirit filled her. Think about that for a moment, that the woman who had life inside of her, who had the very existence from the very beginning of life, that he, she had the word inside of her. And just because he birthed, she birthed him and he came out and came alive, the word was still inside of her. Matter of fact, when she was birthed, when, when, she, when she was pregnant, she, became, she went to see her Cousin Elizabeth, Elizabeth had been shut up because she thought she was barren and she thought that John the Baptist had died and that she was, that she was losing the baby. That's the reason they put her away because they thought she was, she was going to lose the baby. And so when she shows up, when Mary shows up with life inside of her, and I don't know if she, he was or he wasn't, I don't know, but we know that's what they thought. But when she showed up and she had life inside of her, Ronnie, she had Jesus on the inside growing inside of her. And she said, hello, or she saluted him. The Bible says that the baby inside of Elizabeth jumped in the womb, filled with the Holy Spirit. He came to life. And I thought to this, as we carry this Jesus that we, we preach about and we talk about and we, we have him inside of us, how much life do we have when we speak to people? Are we really understanding who we carry, what we carry? carry that we have life and life more abundantly do we really understand that the words of, in our mouth are life or death that we have the power of life and death in our tongue that we can speak that when we speak to people that we can we can we know that the holy spirit is coming out of us and is speaking life and and i love it that she begins to cry out she says she she begins to speak and then elizabeth i, I just love that whole part of it Elizabeth just begins to prophesy. Um, and when it happened, Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary that the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she spoke out with a loud voice and said, blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? She didn't even know what was going on, but she said, the mother of my Lord. In other words, you are carrying the blessed seed. You are carrying the promise that, that was given to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and David, and, and the fulfillment of, of that that we've been waiting for forever. And it says, for indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. <laughs> can you imagine though that that baby leaped for him but can you imagine the day that John the Baptist was like he was about to, I think John was about to just bounce out of his skin when he said behold the lamb of God who comes away to take away the sins of the world because he felt something he said that's the same feeling that I felt when I was in the womb and I remember jumping for joy I can feel that Blessed is he who believed, for there will be fulfillment. No, blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from 
the Lord. Thank you, mothers. Thank you, moms, for believing the word of God, for holding true to that word and, and grabbing a hold of that word and say, not letting it go and going, I don't see it. It don't look great, but I'm still holding on. It don't look good. Thank you, mothers, because there were times in, throughout history that the men were absent from the church and it was women that kept the church going and they would keep the doors open. I know of one in Kyoto, Oklahoma, who, who was a woman who went to that church for 10 years by herself every day opened the church up and walked in they said why do you keep doing it? she said because today may be the day that somebody walks through those doors and she would pray and for 10 years and finally God sent a man and a woman there who had come up out of the drug culture and gotten saved and they came and the church exploded so much they had to build a new church because there was a woman there grabbed the hold of the word and said this is what I want you to do this is what I'm going to do and you're going to see it in your day you're going to do it she grabbed the hold he's going to be great he died upon a cross. They took him down. They put him in a tomb. Are you okay, Mary? I'm okay. It don't look great, but I know what I know what I know. I said, according to your word, Lord, bless, grant it unto me. Let it be to me according to your word. And you spoke to me. Elizabeth prophesied over me and said that there would be a fulfillment of those things which were told from her to her from the Lord. And when Elizabeth said it and the Holy Spirit said it, I now have a witness and it's in my heart and I can't can't let go of it. What are you going to do? I'm just going to believe. Well, what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to take some women and we're going to anoint the body of Jesus Christ. And then we just celebrated a couple weeks ago, the Resurrection Sunday. That was, they, they heard the story and they rose. You didn't have to tell Mary. Mary wasn't surprised, I don't think. Mary said, I knew something was going to happen because death is not great. But resurrection, that's power. Resurrection, that solidifies the throne of David. That solidifies the divinity not only was he born from me who had known no man but now God has raised him from the dead and I know that is the fulfillment of what God said he would do and I've seen two things happen in my life I was pregnant without ever knowing a man and I've seen my only son resurrected and so I know that everything else has got to come to pass thank God for the tenacity and for the steadfastness of moms. Whew, I wasn't even going to preach that heavy today. I just, I just, I just that, that whole thing. And then, it's interesting. After she says, Mary says that, and then Mary goes into a song. And if you look at the song, it's found in verse 46 through 55. If you, if you study that, if you look at that and begin to study that, that this song is also found in 1 Samuel uh, uh, chapter 2, 1 through 10. And it's the song that Hannah wrote when Samuel was born to her. Remember, she was the one that went into the, the and was praying for her son. She couldn't have a son. She prayed for the son so much that the prophet went in and was just like, this woman's drunk. Get out of here. What are you drunk for? You come here, you can't be drunk somewhere else, and you got to come into the temple. And she said, I'm not drunk. She said, I'm just wanting a child. And I've told the Lord that if, if he'd give me a child. Now watch this. This, this is how this, this whole thing went. She didn't need him to spit on her, to blow on her, to give her confirmations or this kind of stuff. But she said, I've just prayed that I want a son so bad. And I've even told the Lord, if you'll give me a son, I'll give you back to him. I'll give him back to you, and, and you can have him. I'll dedicate him to you, and you can have him. 
And the, the, the prophet said, okay. Go on. It'll be as the Lord said. And she takes off. The Bible says, as you read that story, the Bible says she goes in and, 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 and she can see she has a child. And then they have a child and she says, I'm going to hang on to him for a little bit until we, I wean him. And when he's weaned, then I'm going to take him to the temple and I'm going to leave him there. <laughs> so she has this baby and she raises him and then she takes him to the temple and then she leaves the prophet there. But, but this is the same thing that she said. And Mary began to say, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit has rejoiced in God, my savior. For he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. For behold, henceforth, all generations will call me blessed. <laughs> for he who is mighty has done great things for me and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He has filled their hungry with good things and the rich. He has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her house. She I love that this whole prophetic thing begins to happen. Elizabeth begins to prophesy. Everything you've said is going to come. Everything the Lord told you is coming to pass. And she just bursts into song. And she begins to quote and literally almost word for word quote what Hannah spoke. The prayer that she began to pray as she, when she began to conceive. When she began to have Samuel and give birth, she was excited. And she said, you've, you've done everything that you said that you would do. You've done everything that you said that you would do. There is life in us there is life in us and as, as I look at the gift of Mother's Day and one of the greatest gifts that we've been we've been given was the birth of Jesus Christ was the was the the, the yes that this woman said the yes that she said let it be in me let it be unto me according to your word and as I look at Mother's Day and I look at this 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 explosion of what we're having right now on, on the world stage or the stage of, uh, of our country right now. Um, in the last few weeks, there's been lots of protests at churches um, against the leaking. And it's funny because it hasn't even been official yet. It's just a leak of what could come down. And, and I'm saddened on both sides. I'm brokenhearted because I feel and I believe that the church has not connected to women. We've not allowed women to feel safe in our institutions, in our organizations. Uh, very widely we see that in most denominations, not even really allowed to speak much. You have no voice, but it's okay for you to raise our children. It's okay for you to raise these things. It's a, it's a, it's a hard, hard topic. It's a hard subject. Speak about it, and some people's like, oh, it's, 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 it's black or white. It's this, that, yes, and I agree with that to a point. But I also agree with it, too, that my heart is... And I've had to do a lot of praying over this to speak about this, not angrily and not get, you need to do better, do what I'm, you know, because we still have to watch ourselves from that point of it. 
But when I, when I begin to see the heart of what needs to happen, some say there needs to be more rules, there needs to be less rules, there needs to be this, there needs to be that. And I, and I feel like through all of our arguing and all of our fighting and all of our things, we're missing simply Jesus. My question goes to me, and I say the church, I also include myself in this, is how often do these women see the church before they land on that doorstep to make a decision? We want to stop them when they come to the door and we want to protest against them. We want to say all the things we're going to say to them as they're coming into the door. But I don't see us going into the communities and I don't see us going into their, where they are at saying, there's hope. I'm going to speak hope to you. There's, there's hope. And as a, as a child, as a man who is a product of adoption, and my whole story, and my kid's story is the story of adoption, that's my heart. That's my heart is, is I, see, I see a lot of people talking. We're gonna, I'm just going to say it today. We're going to vote so we make ourselves feel better but we're not going to actually do anything about the problem. And vote, vote, yes. Do, do what you feel like you had to do. Do what you feel like the Lord's telling you to do. But what are we doing about the problem? Because that's not the problem. That's just a symptom. That's a trying to, to, to cover up a, a Band-Aid over a, a massive wound that's in the hearts. And God didn't come for legislation. Jesus didn't die for legislation, but he came for the hearts of men and women. When we get back to preaching the gospel and sharing the gospel, even the word preaching the gospel has come to <laughs> sharing the gospel, ministering the gospel, sharing our lives with people to the point that they are changed or to the point that, that as we speak to them, life comes into them. Life comes into where they're at. And God has sent us into these different realms, into these different places. It's just just me having my kids, the Lord has opened up so many doors of ministry that I didn't even think was possible. This last week, my boys had their first... This is how important that, 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 that your lives are. Not just my life, but your life. So Talahina is going through some, some changes right now at the school. Our basketball coach is leaving to go to Atoka. And making a lot more money, a bigger school. Can't blame him. He's providing for his family. But that leaves a void with all these kids. All these parents that don't know what to do. They're, what do we do? I mean, he was very beloved. Really good guy. Really great coach. All the stuff that you want him to be. And it, here, all these people are going there. And there's a lot of, ah. And then they turn to me and say, what do you think about it? And I have to just sit there and go, man, I have all these emotions too that I want to. But I begin to think. Oh, here's all these parents are looking at me going, what do you think about this? And I have to begin to speak the words of Jesus and speak peace and say, I don't know what's going on, but I do know is that God's going to take care of it. That the, our kids are going to be okay. And I don't re- believe that just because this guy leaves, which is, he's, he, it was no harm. There's no fussing or fighting. He was just got a better job for his family. He's got three or four kids now. And they're great. We want to bless him. We don't, I told him, I said, we don't want to, him to leave and us begin to speak bad about him because he's done nothing bad. 
And so it's beginning to, so as I'm, we was at the sports banquet, the kids are their first, they're freshmen, sports banquet. By he played a total of maybe 20 minutes the whole year. Eric didn't even play at all this year. But as I'm just sitting there talking to him, and the coach called me the night, the night before the banquet, and he said, hey, I want you to, uh, I'd like for you to open us up in prayer. And he goes, and one thing I want to do this year is, before it's all over, I want you to pray over the seniors as they go. This is just me. I've I known Kelly my whole life. I've known the, 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 the football coach. He's the, the athletic director. I've known him my whole life. And I'm amazed at this. And I'm just doing these things, and I'm stopping. I'm going, this is ministry. And I, I'm, not, I'm not preaching at them. I'm not, but I got to bless those kids. I got to, those parents. When I got through, they was like, man, that's, that was awesome that you blessed the way you prayed. And I just, just I did the way I thought. Lord, I, we blessed them, Lord. I even quoted, uh, it was an exodus. Lord, let their, your face shine upon them. You go with them. And, and as they go, they're a representation of this school, this program, this community. They're, they're, uh, all of them, their parents were all Christian people, Lord. That they, these are, uh, prayed over the parents. This is what they prepared them for, to go out into the world. And we speak blessing over them. And it was such an amazing thing. And afterwards, the coach came up to me and he said, man, we're dealing with a lot of things that our football program this year, we may not have enough kids to play football. Uh, and, and that you could tell that was weighing on him. That was just heavy on his mind. He said, I want these kids to be able to play. He goes, they've got some seniors that they need their, they need the opportunity maybe to maybe go do something else afterwards. You know, whatever it was. And what he come down to me, he said, I'd like to start meeting with you. I need, I need prayer. I need help. I need, I need prayer. I need help. And, and, I was like, man, yeah, let's, let's do that. Let's make, we've got, got it on the books, you know, and so, but it's just those things, and I thought, it's just walking, and it's just living life, and, and, and our kids, their story is adoption. Everybody knows them. I've had six people this week, six people talk to me about my kids that have been around them, and they said, and they, they've known me forever, they said, hey, it blows me away of how much these kids look like. Like at different parts of your life, they've known me for when I was a kid, they see, they, but they look like you. They, and the little girl, Izzy, comes around and she's like, and she looks like you. And I was like, and they, they said, well, what's, what's the story? The story is adoption. The story is the spirit, the spirit of adoption, the heart of adoption. And that's what God wants to do. He wants to bring us in so that we all look like him. <laughs> I, I have no DNA to Kenny Rose, but I'm as Kenny Rose as it comes. My mom says all the time, she said, he wouldn't have been able to give birth to a kid more like you. And the older I get, the more I become like him. And I watch my kids do things. My wife said the other day, Beth said to them, she said, you're just like your dad. I heard him. You're just like your dad. And I thought, yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be. And this community that we're walking in, that we've come into, they see those Rose boys. They see that little Rose girl, and they're like, oh, that's, that's the Rose family. That's part of them. They all fit in. And they see my little nieces, my little, little Tate kids. They're Nana and Papa. They're, they're Annie Beth and Uncle Brent. And, and we get to love on them. And we get to do that with us doing it. But the whole community is watching that. And it's not about me. And I don't want anything about it. But it's just about all of us have that ability to live that life. And that life that's inside of us, the, the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead is alive on the inside of us, and we're, and, and, and we're doing it. I believe, I can't speak for anybody else, but I believe Southeast Oklahoma is coming to that. Walking with life. Walking and not just, not necessarily just praying about it all the time and doing this, but walking those out and beginning to see those things come to pass. And we're seeing them. I mean, we have testimony here and next week coming 
of just of walking that out, walking that life out. And, and, and not only was it her family, but there was a community that came around her and now gets to celebrate and gets to enjoy that. Every time I preach this sermon, I always want to end with what Mary said. Let it be unto me according to your word. And there's days I have to remind myself of that, Jack. There's days where I go in and I'm like, this doesn't look great. This doesn't look awesome. Okay, let it be unto me according to your word, Lord. Amen. All right. Amen. Dear God, Lord, we just thank you for the day that you've given us. We thank you for the many blessings of this day. Lord, we thank you. Uh, we thank you for your son, Jesus, God. We thank you for what he means to us. He's changing us. And Lord, that we're becoming more like him, Lord. And our prayer and our hope and our, our goal is to be Christ-like, God, to walk like him, to talk like him. And Lord, more importantly, to love like Jesus did, God. Lord, not according to the church and not according to religion, Lord. Our denomination, our church, God, is not our watermark, God, but Jesus is the watermark. And Lord, let us, let us hold fast to that, God. Let us hold fast to that, God, Lord, that we would grab a hold of that even more in our lives. Lord, we pray for a good day with, with wives and with moms today as we celebrate, Lord. And we remember, God, if, if they've gone on, we remember the good times, Lord. We remember the, the, the lessons that were taught today, God, Lord, the memories, uh, as the psalmist wrote, the precious memories that we have of our mothers, Lord. Lord, let today be blessed. And let it be um, for all moms across the United States and across the world today, God. Lord, let that maternal voice begin to speak, Lord. Let it be unto me according to your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.